My dad's like an orchestra. He's just like, yeah. Going to a movie with him is horrible. You smoker? No, no, no. That's the fucked up part. If he was a smoker, it'd make more sense. He's just like, I can't help it. I'm like, you can stop that. Does he drink water? Uh, I mean, he does more now because because it's like a constant complaint. Like, you got to get that under control. You sound like. Yeah, like my, my mom's walking around hacking and coughing all the time, too. Her parents smoked growing up, though. So I, I think she's got like a ooh, low key like second hand yeah. situation. And she just drinks coffee all day. No, oh. just like, walking around. Whap, whap. <laughs> Have a little hot tea with lemon. That might help, but my dad wouldn't drink that. Why not? I got I got the tea right here. Twisted tea, bro. Yeah, yeah. Is that and it come half and half, so it's already got the lemon in it. You already know. Wait, no, that's what I was gonna ask. Is half and half is that I like I it like for some reason I Arnold Arnold Palmer. Yeah, is it an Arnold Palmer? That's what I'm asking. Lemonade, yep. We got hard iced tea and lemonade, baby. Oh man, that sounds delightful. Oh, it's made made with real brewed tea, twisted tea. Oh, hey, dude. if you're feeling like your life's a little too straight, crack open a twisted. I mean, I don't want to say that it's not straight because it's super straight, bro. I'm like super straight, bro. But like you know, <laughs> sometimes you gotta get a little bit uh, get a little twisted, bro. What's in it? Twisted. Vodka. <laughs> yeah, what's the outcome? Mm. Like hard iced tea it's like a white claw i bet it's vodka yeah <clears throat> i just have a no, it's uh, like a beer yeah but what's the alcohol like it just says alcohol there's no ingredients on here yeah they don't have to put the ingredients it just says contains alcohol only five oh, percent <laughs> that's uh that's pretty heavy that's a pretty heavy it's thing. like a beer no those are five percent is more than a beer isn't it Beer in the beer, no, like no, 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 no. Beer's like four to seven to eight to ten. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's like a, right. maybe it's like a Budweiser. It's like a. It's like yeah, it's the equivalent of or like, like a, a Coors Light, like a light beer, like a. No, it's stronger than a light beer. Well, I mean, like a twisted tea. Like, wouldn't you put like Coors in there? Like something really refreshing, I guess. Like what? Uh, that the, like I if you know. made a homemade. Is that what I mean? It's like if they're they're. <laughs> Throwing some booze they already are making in there is like a natty ice with like an Arnold Palmer. That's got to have eight. It's got a brewing company, so this might be all they do. No way, dude. I bet you it's owned by one of the big conglomerates. There's no way. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio, baby. Come on down. Okay, I'm going to look this up right now. uh, It's just flavored flavored beer. Yeah. No, that sounds gross. yeah, yeah. See, that it's like horror. it's like a light. It's like a domestic light with it's Arnold delicious. Palmer. Um. So uh, speaking of speaking of twisted, yeah. Hold this on, movie. <laughs> Man, there's we a guy. Talk, that's we got to talk about Adam. Adam's okay. not here. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. and Adam is about ten minutes away from where I live right now. Oh well, he's what? in deep cover. Yeah. <laughs> See, I stepped on your segue to do my segue that was bad it's forced i i got a giggle out of it 
No, the speaking, attitude. That was a bad. That was speaking of twisted. You stole my segue, bro. Do your segue. Speaking of half and half, um, Adam. No, I felt like that was going to get a little too racial. But I couldn't think of any. I couldn't think of any mixed people in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of half and half. uh, (laughs) Wow, you set yourself up. Well, Adam is like praying, praying that there was a biracial (laughs) person. There definitely was. I was just so high and drunk when I watched this movie last night at four in the morning. (laughs) Adam is half Jeff Goldblum, half Lawrence Fishburne. If you think about it. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> he really is. Definitely half uh fucking Goldblum. This is the this is the this is the most human I've ever seen Jeff Goldblum play a role. I was like, really? oh my god, like I mean, you know, most I mean normal. maybe maybe maybe, maybe, blah, blah, maybe most normal. I mean, Jurassic Park is pretty normal. I don't know. I just I, I'm so used to seeing him uh, you know, be himself, which is fucking out of character. Just, yeah, just on a different planet. And this is one where, like, he definitely is himself and brings to the role everything that he is. But it's it's so grounded in a weird way, which I I don't know. Well, I appreciated it. One thing that's really interesting is that he plays like a lawyer who's a drug dealer, but he doesn't. It's cool how they don't turn him into Scarface. They mm-hmm. don't turn him into this, like, super mega villain. He's trying to like, do. He he changes costumes. That like he gets progressively more visibly. Well, I guess that's the, limo, the limousine. Yeah. We were the talking limousine. about this in the last episode too. The limousine <laughs> is a little over the top, but yeah, he's not like he still likes Lawrence Fishburne until the end. Oh, he loves the guy. He's like, <laughs> all he's, right, set. Like we got He's like, this up. is my fucking bro. Set it up because I got some questions. So the movie is deep cover from 1992 directed by bill duke written by michael tolkien and henry bean it Real stars quick. is bill duke the dude from predator yes oh i love that dude he's awesome okay he's Go the ahead. guy in predator who has a shaved head he's black he arrives and on the helicopter in a suit he's also in commando but yeah he um he's an actor and he's directed a few movies this is probably his biggest movie that he's ever directed he did a great job Oh, this movie's great. So Lawrence Fishburne plays uh, a cop who goes undercover in L.A. for the DEA. And I guess he's like a Cincinnati cop at the beginning. And then but he's working for the feds and he's supposed to like infiltrate. The West Coast drug dealing trade to get like the entire the entire dealing trade. It's a hefty. (laughs) He's trying to get the big higher up guys from like South America and. He ends up just becoming a fucking drug dealer and his partner is Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he becomes like a, a drug kingpin. Yeah. He, he just, sl- sl- he like quickly works his way to the top. He does such a good job selling drugs. It's incredible. But well, and even, I love that speech at the beginning where he's like, um, this is a lot easier than being a cop or something like that. Like being oh, a cop yeah. is annoying. He's like, I'm better at this than being a cop. Mm hmm. Okay, so he's working for the DEA. I was trying to figure out what agency that was because I I missed it. They don't really talk about it in that detail. And I was worried. It it seemed to me like that guy was leading him on. Oh, because he's like deceptive. 
Yeah, because he was like, I mean, he is, but he, so but the, it seemed like he basically took zero responsibility for anything that happened with Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, so I, it it almost seemed like he was going to set him up for. It did to be yeah, a scape, scapegoat. He's like, just sell the drugs. So right. he's, like, what? The DEA agent <laughs> is played by Charles Martin Smith, who's in American Graffiti. He usually plays like a nerd, and he's kind of like a nerd, but he's like a really scummy. I mean, the feds are kind of nerdy. Yeah, he's like a white collar, like desk jockey, fed agent that is like. He's a number cruncher. You know who I was thinking would be alternative casting for this or like the the go-to person would be like James Woods. I could see Mm. him in this movie at this time as like, but like as a slicker version. But I was going to say Jeff Goldblum. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Jeff Goldblum playing two different characters, the DEA like a and, mm-hmm, and a bald cap. Uh, it would be and then at the end, he takes off the mustache and reveals it. Ah ha ha! And he walk, he time. walks away. His limp gets fixed as he slowly walks away. That's so exactly we're not, how we do it. Ah ha ha! We got to talk about <laughs> Charles Martin Smith's intro scene because it has to be oh, one of the most like Jesus. It's an interesting time capsule of the difference between 1992 and 2021. Oh yeah, I I'm, I fucking was like, wait, where are we going with this? I fucking it hit me in the gut immediately. So uh, he's interviewing black police officers, and he asks, "Oh them, yes, oh my he's god, like, what's the difference between a black man and an N word?" But he doesn't say N word. He says the N word. Yeah, and then the, the first <laughs> like two forty guys, times. It's a crazy montage, dude. Dude, that kicked me in the gut so hard. I was like, "Wait a minute, what? Where are we going with this movie?" Well, I never uh, got the I never got the answer until the what end. Do you, they answer. <laughs> they do circle back later on, which is good. They do. They do. Which is good screenwriting, but that just goes to show you that this movie is not like a movie made today at no, all. No, no. It, it and it you could tell it's made like by black dudes like 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 is it I, yeah the but, director's uh, black yeah yeah and it's like it's definitely like got like a i don't but know i'm pretty it's sure just, it's written by jews oh interesting. <laughs> no, it gives it a good <laughs> it's a good like mix. <laughs> there's like a perfect mix of like people that have been discriminated against <laughs> so they all like know how it's i don't know but it's a like, real half and half mix. It does. <laughs> it's twisted tea. It's twi- I thought you were going to say something about this. He's from Cincinnati and he has something to do with twisted tea. Oh, anyway. was he from Cincinnati? Yeah. Is that yeah, what you yeah. just it's said? Ohio in the beginning, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's not like a real character trait on him. Right. And that's right, how the, isn't that how the movie comes back around? Like at the end, he works his way up through all the drug dealing and he's like the kingpin and he's like, what's next? I guess I got to open. Flavored beer company. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Terrence well, Howard. They're synthetic. Their synthetic drug at the end. They invent is. Uh, well, I didn't. I couldn't wrap my tea. whole head around. <laughs> yeah, it's just tea. I couldn't wrap my whole red head around that. Should we talk about that now, or should we save that? Well, let's talk. I could talk about it briefly. So basically, that's like a big trend in movies at this time, which is a drug. Like, because New Jack City came out the year before, and mm. It's just like part of the the there's like a thing where drug dealers want to go legit in all these movies. It's like they make so much money. Maybe we can go legit. Maybe we can invent something or pass a law or do this or that. But I don't know. It's a weird it's like that's basically the thing they're just working their way towards. It's like 
Jeff Goldblum wants it because he wants to make money, plain and simple. And he's but like, he wants that's... to go do it legit, doesn't he? I mean, that's the whole. It's like, legit, but not that legit. But he's like also a, a fairly successful lawyer with a lot of power in the courtroom. So he like, is he, he's, strangely he's doing successful. fine. He's like doing fine with money, I would guess. He's just what? a villain. Wait, do you think he just gets a fucking high off the cell? Yeah, he's just. Yes, yeah, he's, he's just absolutely. a villain. Yeah, that's likes, his thing. He says he likes money, sex, and power. That's true. And he loves banging, banging black chicks. Balling black Oh, chicks, my God. His whole, yeah, that said. whole situation. <laughs> Dude. His interaction of- with everybody was so... <laughs> It was more, sometimes it was more uncomfortable. Sometimes it was more uncomfortable than when that guy was dropping the N bomb in that montage. There were, there were, yes, there were multiple instances where some of the things, not only Jeff Goldblum did, but like the language and the lingo they used that you would, it's some, but he's such a good, he's such so good at it. I didn't believe that it was forced or he was acting i believe that he was the, the sleaze bag that would use these like weird 1994 terms or whatever they whatever they 92. were dude he so, said like audi 5000 at one point he said yeah. that in the fucking <laughs> in the fucking court what so have you guys seen king in new york no with christopher walken so. no so that came out before this that seems to be like a big um in, like I feel like this movie is trying to be it's like in the same vein as King of New York but more um emotional because this is all before Tarantino kind of put his stamp on crime movies with Reservoir Dogs so it's like a very there's a very interesting period from like 1989 to 1992 where crime movies like this or New Jack City or Juice or whatever are just like they're first getting into hip hop in a real way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with when Reservoir Dogs came out, then it became like this, oh, it's going to be like a 70s thing. It's going to be like a throwback thing. Like yeah. the hip hop thing kind of like, like took a back seat. But well, th- this movie but was super it- gritty for its time. Would yes. you say? And it's right? super yeah. authentic. It's super authentic with its hip hop um, soundtrack. Oh, and- yeah. That's- well, yeah, the this- soundtrack was great. This- well, the soundtrack was a mixed yes. bag. Yes, it was a mixed bag. It's like, a little I, old, but also very new in some parts. Yes, yes, yes. And and the thing was, I was I was uh, I was listening to something that Ice Cube was saying or some interview. And Ice Cube was, I think he was in New Jack City, right? Or he was in one of these early things. And he's he in was, Boys in the Hood. Maybe it was Boys in the Hood. But 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 in the early '90s, they were doing a lot of these like gritty black like movies. And then it was just like everybody kind of started to copy everybody and tried to make the new thing. So it was almost like, I don't know if, if like they took a back seat or if everybody was ready for something different, you know what I mean? It's always hard to tell why a new thing becomes the thing because, because something could get derivative of the good thing that happens you know, at the beginning that started to blossom, whatever the fucking art thing was, or it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I think if you're going to talk ass. about black movies from the late '80s, you got to. I talk think we're. About, I like, think we're the three the right guys well, to talk about it too. Exactly. Well, do the right thing. I think is the one that's like. That's the classic. That's the like, that's first. It was like a breakout hit. Breakout hit, yeah. And what usually happens is you have these breakout hits, kind of like Get Out, which then 
kick yeah. off a bunch of um copycats. Copy, copycats but also it allows other creators to put their voice out there with like a similar vein so they go yeah like, so you get so mix- I would say like like John Wick is a good example of that. Exactly. Since John Wick, there's been a billion like Yeah, yeah, I see. Exactly John- the same movie. And some of them have been great. And I can't name Yeah, they're any all of them, they're but, all really fun. But, but like uh, you had the protege now that Michael Keaton, Maggie Q one that looks just like John Wick. Or like, yep. there's all these movies about assassin. Nobody with Bob Odenkirk is a mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I really variation. want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. So what happens is you end up with good clones then you end up with derivative like, like a twisted tease where you have like uh <laughs> you take john wick but then you put like what if it was a regular guy like you put a high concept spin yeah. on it mm-hmm. and you start doing or you go like let's what if we gender swapped it what if we right race like blonde yeah yeah what if it's an old man what if it's a a middle school kid like you start putting out all these like dude wacky is versions. there a middle school john is if there's a middle school kid john wick yeah it's go- called um have you ever seen diary of a wimpy kid that's all about a uh middle school no, just murking everything yeah dude that would be sick i would i would watch that so fast it's just this kid that well Everybody's he's bad. just a school he's just a school shooter and he's, <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots like no he's yeah, like he's, he's the like hero, protagonist yeah, 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 the one that, he's the one that snaps the school shooters like neck at the end like and everyone's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i gave up this life it's like bro you're 12 <laughs> so another why'd one of these you, why'd you bring me back into the light <laughs> or well, why would he go on a revenge what summer camp do? changed me no like what are they because john wick <laughs> yeah, they kill his dog yeah so well, i mean obviously they, they break they break dog. his his like pencil box or they shove him into a locker his lunchbox himself yeah something he's like my daddy gave me this lunchbox and he like carries it around with him and holds on to it oh man. it's got his dad's ashes in it oh jesus christ <laughs> and some bully uh flushes the ashes down the toilet or something oh yeah that would do it that would do it that would make me snap a kid's neck for sure <laughs> but uh another so like a high school version of like a genre that did exist was so die hard had a bunch of these so die hard created that whole like guy <laughs> trapped in the building with the terrorists he has to take him out one by one so like under siege obviously is a clone of die hard right. but there's also um a movie called demolition high with Corey Haim and Alan Thicke. That's about a high school. It's like Corey Haim is in high school and terrorists take over the high school and he like Jesus, goes around Jesus, can we them. watch that movie for this thing? <laughs> Holy shit. Demolition High. Okay. Demolition and there's a high. sequel, Demolition University. No, there's not. Is there really? Yeah. And so. Or is that a joke? Is that a joke? No, for real. And then here's another level of this. So. Demolition in Mag- Internship. Oh. Is you after ever seen, university. You ever see Magnolia? Yeah. With Tom Cruise and uh, John C. Riley. Okay, so you remember the little kid in Magnolia who's on the game shows? No. And his dad is like, his dad, okay, so there's a little kid on a game show in Magnolia who has to answer all these really hard questions. It's like a big plot line of the movie. And the old man is the host of the show. Okay. But anyway, that little kid, his father is like, 
dropping him off. He's like, come on, I'm going to be late for my audition. And then later on he's talking, he's like, yeah. So it's like a Corey Hay movie. It's uh, with Alan thick. And like he wrote into demolition high into Magnolia. So that's, that's hilarious. Some, uh, that's cool. It's brilliant. That's marketing. Hardcore, that's some hardcore movie trivia for you. But anyway, um, back to deep cover. Yeah. Lawrence yeah, for- gets the job. He goes to LA and he becomes a drug dealer. And it's, he's ba- barely undercover. He's literally just a drug. At this point, he's more of a snitch than he is a police officer. If that makes sense. He's, no, I don't. It doesn't the- make any sense. Okay, so he's more of a drug dealer than he is a police officer. <laughs> okay, and he's what? but he's snit but he's snitching on everybody. Like he he interacts with the. He's not snitching. He technically is like well, he's, also he he's, he's supposed he's, to be undercover, a, but he's well, like spends more thing. times dealing drugs and being a criminal than he does being a cop. Right, Ryan. But here's the funny thing. He never actually gives the DEA any information. They always know the information. Remember how he always yeah. says, like, I'm yeah. God. everything. I'm God. He, he's, he's never God. actually. That's yeah. why that's why I thought it was a big setup. That's like, a very that's big why... loophole in the movie. Like a very funny yeah, creative yeah. screenwriting trick. Because it's like, because Jeff Goldblum and his partners embrace Lawrence Fishburne because he doesn't rat after that first bust with that guy. Right. Doing. But, the fake bust. By the way, by the way, he said he did said you guys, did you guys like uh, this movie either was so well written or I'm very dumb, which either could be true. Like I had no idea how he was going to get out of this situation. If he, I thought he was going to blow his cover and be like, I'm a cop. <laughs> look, look, you idiots. I'm a I cop. mean, that was I'm the, that was like the plan, right? Right. But he didn't do it. And then, and then <sighs> it was like, oh, it's baby powder, whatever the fuck it is. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh God! What just happened? My mind is blown. And that's when he—that's why he was so, so easy to get off to get him off. Like he just yeah. walks into the courtroom and is like, "It's baby powder, Audi 5000. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walked out. Ah ha ha! Now that guy Eddie, uh-huh. he's in do the right thing. A little connected back to do the right thing, but um. Oh, dude! I'm sure they all—they all saw that movie and they were all like, "Oh, this dude's auditioning. Just hire him." Let's just hire him. Bring them in. Like if they're in that seminal movie and we want we kind of kind of like copy the success of that movie, fucking hire him. You know? <laughs> we should talk about his drug dealing in Hollywood because it's it's like he's on why is everybody dude he was on Kawanga. He was yeah, on Kawanga the whole time. I was like, this is way too busy of a place to be dealing drugs. Well, and like, then everybody was like busy. bum rushing him like it was a freaking is it West like Hollywood? There's sale. no drug dealing like this in West Hollywood. This is no. Like, I thought he was on Kawanga the whole time. Wasn't he on Kawanga? Yeah, he's right in by like the scenes. But that's, in, that's Hollywood, Hollywood. That's like Hollywood. right in the middle. That's like right in the thick Kowanga, of it. Kawanga's pretty gross. There's some. That's it's if you, gross. If you go to, it, it's gross. But it's like okay. party time. It was that. Was it grosser back then? It may it probably it may have been gross. Maybe. No, I mean, but not it's even like gross. Crack, but that's a spot. There's you like crackheads walking around, and it's like yeah. It's like a black neighborhood in the middle of Hollywood, which do which do exist, but it's like not in that one location. But it's it's a very funny um, detail in the movie, and also they kind of shoot it to make it seem like you don't know where you are. Like they're really trying to hide the location, right? Yeah, right. why didn't they so, just film somewhere else? I don't because, know because they probably got wherever they could, and that was probably one of the places that they could, it's like right outside film their the office. East. <laughs> probably, I'll say they're this: like, fuck it. I watch a lot of movies yeah. from this time and the fact that they're not just in downtown LA at the same three locations that everybody else uses is actually kind of mm-hmm. impressive. But 
he his there's another rival drug dealer in the neighborhood who is like a big black Arnold Schwarzenegger clone, which is a very he fun- fucking <laughs> loves Schwarzenegger. Dude, Dude. And he just he just he how many rolls clones? up? He just how- rolls up and then just blasts this girl's head open. Oh, he did do. That. He also kills a 13 year old drug dealer. Yeah, <laughs> shoots him in the back. This and guy was quotes, not. This dude needed to go. This guy goes, needed to go. Go ahead. He goes, I'll be back. And then later on, when he shows up and kills the female <laughs> drug dealer, he's like, I'm back. <laughs> he was at, at some point. He goes, Do you see the movie? Yeah, something like. Yeah, he called. He, he goes quotes, like. He goes like the Schwarzenegger movie. Dude, <laughs> I think he quotes the Terminator at least three times in this movie. He like, goes, hasta like, la vista, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> And then he dies like such a punk. I didn't understand. He why. gets killed. He doesn't die like a punk. He gets killed like a punk. Because how? Um, well, that's like a big Fishburn. Uh, yeah, Fishburn shows up to like that's his first. They kill. go to a nightclub and he's like, and then you see him dancing and like <laughs> he has this like female white partner who wears like a leather cap who yeah. looks yeah. like um like a streets of rage character like oh my fire. god it that's doesn't look great. like a real person that's they look great. ridiculous that's great. yeah 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 but can there's we also talk no about... there's ahead. also no gangs in the movie there's no like army of dudes with like uzis it's just like it's just a couple all the guys dr- <laughs> it's just like two like all the gangs are like two dudes or like so you Arnold could Schwarzenegger tell, like... and his like female partner is that where like the Jewish dudes writing like they didn't like realize that there would be a whole gang thing? They're like, oh, let's just forget about well, that. Or, I was thinking like, like it's a condensed. It's like they're condensing it for a movie. And like mm-hmm. I could see this being a TV show mm-hmm. really well. I, I think it would a deep that story. Yeah. 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 yeah it, and, the, it's called True Detective. No, no, it's not. They're, they're homicide different. detectives. This is like an undercover. I mean, like I could see this. But being I mean, like a, a breaking character is deep undercover in the first season. A breaking. This could be, dude. They could remake. This could that be on now. Netflix or HBO Max really easily. Dude, Let's they should them. actually think about. I mean, dude, they do this call shit all the time. Yeah, no, we're not gonna get through. We oh, okay. We should start our own streaming service. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's gonna happen. Well, before. Warner Brothers owns it, so. That would be on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. But hey, can we talk about how much sweat that guy had on him uh, uh, when he went to the bathroom? Dude, can I say like I have I was just I was I was thoroughly impressed with the sweat stains they left on on him. Well, he's probably on drugs and stuff, too. Right. Yeah. But like but like you would not like in today's movie, (laughs) you might have like a little bit of sweat. That's how much I sweat when I'm on drugs drinking do at a dance floor so you, and i you looked felt at myself seen? in the mirror i felt so seen in that moment i'm not so what, gonna lie it reminded me of multiple times where i have been out and looked at myself in the mirror and been multiple like, times or you've been a super jacked drug dealer no more like a chubby fat guy like like <laughs> that is wasted drunk and dancing his face off and you're the one in the leather there. cap you're the one wearing the leather cap and the little dominatrix. Look, man, outfit. I'm just saying I appreciated it. I did. So what were you confused about? <laughs> so Jeff Goldblum and Lawrence Fishburne say we have to kill this guy. He shot our he, our underling. Their one like drug dealer they have. And he tried to kill Fishburne. We got to show our strength. 
and we have to actually kill this person. So Lawrence Fishburne has to do it. And so Lawrence Fishburne sneaks, follows him into the bathroom. And uh, the guy turns around and is like, doesn't like him looking at him. He's like, he like pisses on. Lawrence uh, he goes, Fishburne's I shoes. wonder when you, I'd wonder when you'd show up. Oh yeah. 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 yeah there was just a and weird, the dialogue didn't even flinch. was like very, like, well, Fish Fishburn was terrified. Yeah, like yeah, Fish, yeah, we get that. Fishburn didn't. He, he didn't want to. He didn't want to shoot. And he's a cop, so it probably goes against all his cop his morals. Father, his father told him like he to be a good person. Right yeah, he was murdered in the opening scene, which is. A but great this dude, scene. you literally watched yeah. this Arnold Schwarzenegger, no neck muscle dummy, just explode the brains of this girl sitting in your car. Like, yeah, right. I, I feel like you're beyond like you got to kill him yeah but also yeah, i don't yeah. know if i'd sit there and hesitate and then he even turns around walks over because he's still peeing and he turns around and just starts pissing on Fishburne's while a gun right. is pointed at him he just starts pissing on his pants so then Fishburne's just covered in piss <laughs> and he he's just absolutely covered in piss he's just at so morally kind of like he doesn't want to shoot him he's yeah. just like it didn't make any sense bro the second i saw that, that little I dungus piss. i'll be back the second I, I saw that gun, dungus squirting liquid at my khakis, <laughs> oh, bro, trigger pulled. If I had pulled. a gun pointed at you and you pissed on me, I would pull that trigger so fast. It, it, no <laughs> also, what, what's so exact? That's what I'm saying. What's stupid is if you're going to pee on somebody pointing a gun at you, aim up at the gun, get the gun wet. Maybe it'll jam it. Maybe it'll ruin, clog it up, you know? Fool. Only, you know, uh, none of the writing made sense. You're gonna clog Alec. up a gun with piss. I'm not sure that's how it works, dude. Pen, you, or you could shoot it out of his hand. Do this. <laughs> if you got a strong enough stream, you could misdirect it. That would be a great MythBusters. Can you catch a bullet the with direction your of a bullet with your urine? <laughs> Just with your <laughs> like you piss your whole like you're pissing in the air and like a bullet. I'm not sure that would work, dude. You have to you have to go from no pee. You have to go from no pee to like like a squirt gun. You have to squirt it at the bullet. So they pull it's a timing thing. Well, when so you the second they pull the trigger, you have to like spritz a little pee. Would it read. be better if you were just peeing and they just took the speed of the bullet right before? It wouldn't be as cool. Okay. If you so... like, if you like, use this a, a sam- <laughs> if you samurai sorted this. We got to talk about the other with members the of the gang. Yeah. With your piss. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So they work for this one guy who's uh Hold on, I'm not done yet. And then you know how like samurai <laughs> movies Gallegos? they like they pop no. the sword out of the sheath just a little bit with their thumb. Uh-huh. Right before they're about to slice the bullet. Uh-huh. It's uh it's like this, is a, this is a is that yeah, the yeah, this is a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's an uncircumcised joke. And then... <laughs> <laughs> All right, got it. Moving What's on. What's his name? Felix? <laughs> uh, Felix the Rat was the name that fucking uh, Goldblum kept saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Felix, this is their next big um, issue is... So the, Jeff Goldblum mm. is basically working for this other gang led by Felix. And what's very funny is Felix has um, a sidekick played by Sidney Lassick, who's um, just a very emotional kind of like nerdy actor guy. He's in like One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. That was weird. That was a weird, <laughs> that was it, weird it was casting. Kind of, it was kind of like, it kind of felt like, like they 
they like like this is somebody that he's related to that is just not mentally all there <laughs> like why is this guy in a gang like like he's the yeah. guy in one floor of the cuckoo's nest who's like constantly crying and like chad's yeah. like he, he's like he always plays a nerd he's bald and has glasses he's just like this but weird... not even like a nerd like somebody who's like emotionally like crushed <laughs> yeah like, exactly like, and, and what was he in this movie he was like the leader he was no oh, he, he was physician. emotionally he was like he's the like same... the sidekick he's in all the gang scenes working for felix later on he works for jeff goldblum and Lawrence fishburne because of That's course right. because because people feel like they need to take care of him because they feel like He's like he's got a touch of of the of the retardation or something like they're talking about. He's got to be like a favor to like a cousin or something. They're talking right, about right, right, like you got right. you got to like chase you got to let like, chase in like, your gang like like some, <laughs> like, like the mother the has somebody's mother called somebody's mother and is like look if you, I don't care what you're doing but you have to let him in just you have to involve yeah <laughs> I don't want him on the gang yeah exactly dude <laughs> that's what it is. and he just and he knows everybody's shit. So nobody can do anything and they know it's that like Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover. Yes, 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 mm -hmm. yes. And you're yes. like, why is this guy? <laughs> and they're talking about killing people like multi-million dollar drug deals. He's in there. He's in like all the higher up meetings. He knows like, oh, yeah, he actually only knows owes him less than a million dollars. Like he knows all these details, all the shit. If you arrested this guy. He would rat on everyone and you would take down the whole fucking. You wouldn't operation. even need to have a cop become the kingpin of the <laughs> West Coast drug trade. You could just ask this guy. But that but that guy wouldn't. He's not guilty of anything, really. Well, I guess you could say conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, association. Yeah, 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 conspiracy would be a thing, because otherwise he's not about killing people. They yeah, kill Eddie just, in the pool but, hall. But he's in front just of the there. bartender. That's a very funny scene. Dude, that's weird. That oh, was with weird. the pool I was stick. Like, I was like, is he dead? And then he's like, yeah, I thought he just got never beat. seen a dead person before. I was like, dude, that old man did not beat him to death with no, that. Many, no, like, speaking in Felix. OK, now, what did you think about Jeff Goldblum and Felix playing the slapping game? So they have a dinner and he's constantly oh, that shit was so funny. That was he's weird. constantly uh, making fun of Jeff Goldblum and disrespecting him. So they then play this like slapping game where you like lay your hands out. And then if you yeah. flinch, you get slapped. Now, when I watched this, I watched this movie as a kid when I was like nine years old. And this was like one of my favorite movies. And wait, you're such a wait, weirdo, dude. Wait a you are such a weirdo. Wait, back the fuck up. Deep Cover was one of your favorite so movies I used to watch as a TV year old I used to watch Yom TV raps every night with my brother. How old's okay. your brother? We're how He's three years older than me. So you're nine. He's how many? 13? 12, no, 12, 12. Okay. So, I can... so one yeah. night, I, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget one night. New music video, Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Doggy Dog, deep cover for mm. the soundtrack of this movie. And I was, and I remember being like Snoop Doggy Dog. That's the stupidest name I've ever heard in my life. And then watching the song and watching the video. I just, I mean, it was just an amazing song. And it totally felt like something new that we right. hadn't seen in like, I mean, I'd only been watching Yom TV Raps for like a year or two, or I guess no, since like 89. So I knew a lot about rap, but I was just like, holy shit, Dr. Dre's doing solo music. This is awesome. That's not a sentence. I feel like I would ever expect to come out of your mouth. I, my brother and my older sister, we grew up in San Francisco 
So super hard. We, <laughs> well, no, they, I get it. There are some there's back some then places. it was a drug. It's like a drugged out city. And like we lived in like the inner city. So it was more real than we had more like um, relation to it than most kids. Also, my dad okay. was like on your dad was a heroin time. addict, right? Yeah. So like I knew what? people. I like, didn't know that. Interesting. So like, you know, yeah. his neighbor. So was his mom during pregnancy. That's why William's the way he is. Whoa. The opening scene of this movie where the father deny it. smokes crack right. or like does drugs and like robs a liquor store and gets killed. I When I first saw this movie, that reminded me of my dad. That's what wow. this movie was like. That's why it's like what, like one of my favorite movies as a kid because it was like... Because you get to watch your dad die yeah, in the opening and also, scene. <laughs> and then like in the hallway, like at the hotel, like the neighbor... The girl was trying to sell the kid. Like I remember right. being that kid. was insane, dude. That, that was, was such an intense scene. I know I what could, it's like I, to be a kid where your dad's sold? all fucked trying up to, all the time. Not yeah. as bad. He, my my father never tried to sell me for two thousand. Well, because well, you nobody would buy pay two thousand dollars for young William. Are you kidding me? Blonde hair, blue eyes, young William. Of course, bro. Maybe forty eight bucks. But um, forty eight. <laughs> Sorry, William. So back to, so when I saw this movie as an eight-year-old, everything was so emotional for me. It hit me at this level where like a movie will never hit me like that ever again. Because like even the slapping scene. Yeah. Being a child also like that kind of bullying. Yeah. Was like really viscerally like scary to me also. So when I watched the slapping scene the first time as a child, I was like, oh man, they're really hurting his hands. Like Jeff Goldblum's hands are because they got all so red. Much- yeah, yeah they, like, the oh, knuckles slowly got kind of bloody and bruised. So this is so intense. And watching it now, it's just like, how like why did they write this? <sighs> Couldn't they have done something better? Like, well, it's it is interesting that like there's so much on the line while like the juxtaposition of playing a child's game. While there's also like death is yes. kind of in the, that's in, cool, in, in, like a thing is like interesting, but just I guess the, the execution pain? of it. Yeah, it's a real squid. A, it's a real squid game situation in this scene. Yeah, yeah, not as, but not as uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't doesn't uh, pay off as much or something. So it it was weird. It was I just like don't imagine weird... it would hurt his hands as bad as it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Also, didn't Goldblum just tower over this guy? Yeah. So he's like 6'4. He's so much bigger than Felix. Yeah. Yeah, but Felix had that really, really old man strength, you know? He had them old bony knuckle or those bony hands. That's why they that's why they were bruising. I guess getting hit with sticks. That was so after so after that, you find out Felix is actually an informant for the cops and yeah, they but how to. did we find out? That cop, it's one Lawrence of the few Fishburne scenes where you don't. Just knew, right? No, Lawrence Fishburne isn't in the scene. So it's one of the rare scenes Lawrence Fishburne isn't in. But you see a cop show up, talk to Felix, like, I need, I need to make a bust. Then the DEA agent tells Lawrence Fishburne, like, hey, there's a bus coming. I know about this uh, setup. Right, right, right. So then they tell Lawrence Fishburne, and Jeff Goldblum that there's like a, a big, there's a setup coming. So they kidnap Felix and put him in the limo. 
And, and they don't Jeff tell Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, right? They don't. They, no, they don't tell Goldblum. They don't tell Jeff Goldblum. Because well, Fishburne is like, oh, uh, not right. I got a bad feeling. The, I got yeah. a bad feeling. And Puts he's a little the gun too. Up, flips he's like, the tie. Oh. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a mic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the whole time Jeff he's like, something feels off. Something feels off. He, he kind of overplayed his hand a little too much there. And Goldblum called him out. Goldblum calls and, him out the entire movie. And Felix even still goes, proceeds to let him get close. The first time Goldblum meets him, he says, this guy's a cop. This guy's a cop and then walks away, which yeah. is a boss ass move. Suit, I'm going to do boss. that on, on the next the next date I have. I'm going to walk up. <laughs> I'm going to get I should just, there to talk next to Next time you meet uh-uh. any of our I should just get on. No, just yeah. get on Tinder. Just get on <laughs> Tinder and then set up this whole normal date. And then, yeah, I'll see no. you next week. So then we get all ready. And you should say I, I you show should... up to the barn and go, oh, you're a cop. And then just get up and leave. No, not something's not right here. No, something's not right here. This ripper's a top off. You're a cop. Mike, I know there's a microphone. <laughs> no, William, that is sexual assault. Not cops sure. or or is it citizens arrest? Oh. <laughs> By the way, at the end when he starts reading him his rights, were were you guys like? I don't know if you can do that anymore. I don't know if you're a cop. Yeah, you murdered. You murdered people. Yeah, you quit, quit, bro. I don't think that you can say. Did he quit? I thought he got pushed out. Oh, he quit. He goes, I quit. So they kill Felix, but when he Jeff Goldblum kills Felix, this is a ridiculous scene. He's like talking about like, we'll have shrimp, we'll get dinner, and he's like, he throws him out of the car. And then he gets yeah, run over. Oh yeah, we'll, I'll see you in hell. We'll we'll get Trump. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> That's yeah. That was that. And that. then he shoots. He shoots him in the butt out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> that was because the, the guy's because the guy's hesitating to <laughs> jump <laughs> out. But they're not going fast enough. Like they're on the second street through. tunnel, so that is an overused LA scene. But um, you could have used the location. You could have just tucked and rolled and maybe broke a bone or two well how many times how do they, Felix, they also get away from survive the so oh no no yeah, because then he gets yeah. smashed by that cop car he gets run over oh yeah he, oh no he gets wait does smashed. he die yeah uh, he, he like it, he like explodes basically oh shit it's like the most obvious like ragdoll situation but or dummy situation when he gets hit but ooh. Yeah. It was a good one. Wait, what's up with the, the one cop that like goes and tries to intervene? Why do you do that? I don't understand why the fuck he because he's just he's a local be the he's a local guy. Oh, really? I thought he was just he's like out of the be, loop. The he's supposed to be figure, but, like, yeah. It's supposed to touch in with that like conflict of Jeff of Lawrence Fishburne, like he's the good I, cop that he I get been. it. Yeah, but, but he's, he's also, also not yeah, a good he's cop a because bad he's a cop. He's he did well. He's a, I don't he's know if he's a bad, he's an ineffective cop. He's an ineffective cop. Like, he's but he idiot. didn't know all these in undercovers were involved. He didn't know Lawrence Fishburne was undercover, did he? Right, that's what I'm saying. He didn't know, what so he thought he, so he thought he was going to be this big ass underdog hero he has, and, he has and a stop book. this. Right? Yeah, he has a prayer book. He's a good man. Yeah, that's right. He has He's a, a tiny little thumbnail. How many of those prayer, book? prayer books do you think he like? Get, do you think he gives them to people every single time? Oh, I bet he, he got like at least bed. fifty in each pocket. He, he, if Amazon was around, he would have ordered prayer books from Amazon for sure. 
he's <laughs> he's like one of those old guys that instead of gives you hard candy he just gives you tiny little prayer books how many old dudes are you hanging out with to know this information i mean if you want some candy on the street go up to an old person <laughs> if you want some hot they they guarantee they're gonna have some sort of hard candy Okay. And just go up to go up to like an old lady. Just go up to an old lady and be like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Do you have like a mint or something? And then they'll pull out butterscotch, uh, lemon drops. They'll pull out the classics, a little hard strawberries. (laughs) When I was a kid, kid, when I was like 18, I worked at Costco. And one time I helped this old man put all the stuff in his car and he gave me a tip, which was a piece of candy from like a Costco chocolate. That he uh, just you bought. know those like gold fo- gold foil wrapped <laughs> chocolates. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. He gave me one of those. He's like, here's a t- uh, here's a tip. Did he flick it at you? So you had to like catch it. That would have been yeah. even more. <laughs> just some I mean, tip, kid. cheap rich guy. It's oh, melted because it's been too. in his pocket forever. Yeah, it was like all melted and gross and hot. Like eight. Was I'm this like, in San Francisco? This is in San Leandro, East Bay. San- that, I can't even say that. San Leandro? Yeah. Is that it? Oh, it's by Oakland. Oh, okay. I don't think I don't think I've played that Grand Theft Auto. San Leandro? <laughs> Ryan. That's what it sounds like. It sounds made up, dude. You're cheating. <laughs> but uh, they kill Felix. So then they end up killing. Uh, they move their way up to the next guy. Gallegos. Yeah. He wants a bunch of money. Too much money. They kill him very oh, easily. Oh, they give him one point one million dollars, but they they owe him one point eight, and he's like, "Let's just round it up to another mil." Yeah, it's like, yeah. what? No. What are you then they about, just pull bro? a gun out of the uh, the briefcase and shoot him, and yeah, he's done. Which made so now, sense. I got. I understood where they. Were. But was he was he gonna not shoot him if he would have been like, you know what, one point one's good. There's We're no bodyguards. There's That's no a like, good compound. Question. There's no like guns pointed at him across the room. Like, well, this no, is what because I it's thought. an honor, I th- honor based. I thought that they <laughs> searched him before they went in. That's why the gun was. That's why he had it in the briefcase. Well, here's the thing. He opened up the briefcase, but he didn't turn it around and show the money. He just mm-hmm. opened it up and he was still. He goes, looking trust at the me, money. trust me. There's money in here. Like, trust was, me. Yeah, that was weird. That was strange. Now, logistically, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. But that guy did deserve to die because he was a cocksucker. Maybe though, Fishburne could we be like about, just that trusted at this point. We talk about how he, shitty briefcases are, and yeah. especially heavy briefcases. Like I don't have a lot of experience with briefcases. Do you have experience with briefcases? Well, like <laughs> they don't have a strap. You know, <laughs> no, like you want a strap absolutely not. on a bag. No, you don't want to. You don't want to strap oh on a briefcase. God. Not that a briefcase. Like a maybe maybe handcuffs. <laughs> Just Maybe like a handcuff. Briefcases are annoying because they're like they have a little hinge. They look cool, dude. Yeah, they but look like cool. you use them in movies, and then you like un- you like snap it open, you lift it, and you close yeah. it. But holding you got a important papers sucks. in there. Not, yeah, yeah, but no, I mean, it has but a it little handle. Cool. But it has not, a little handle. Well, how far are you traveling? I want a nice roller bag, you know, put my money uh, in there. Dude, bro, but what that do you does not look put the cool. strap over roller it? Bags I have, little, make I have you, my I little mean, compartments. I put my coins in there. I got my I like I like that this this idea would work because <laughs> what drug deal are you expect? going to with coins? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> these are I got some change. Look at these rolls of quarters. <laughs> these are these are worth so much money. Oh fuck. I like a I roller mean, bag. 
I mean, I'll tell you that would work because nobody would suspect you have any money in a roller bag. They would just be like, okay, this person is homeless or there's some situation. Imagine if a movie, like a guy like John Wick, like he pulls out a roller bag and like, so he, he looks like, like dressed to the nines, except he's yeah. got a fucking stupid. He doesn't like bag. thwack it. A twenty five dollar you know roller the thwack bag of like clipping. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. instead he's like zipping it. He's like zoop, zoop. Oh, and he goes, "Oops, it got stuck on one of the corners." Yeah. So he's got to like go back and. Zoop, <laughs> zoop, 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 he's got to close the handle, like the handlebar, push it back yeah. in. <laughs> Slide her oh, down. Got my roller bag. One of his on. one of his wheels has a flat spot, so it's just zoop. Or just keep spinning. Yeah, it's that one. Like you're like, God damn it. That see, he would never do that, but maybe he would get a trade-off from like some character that's like just like just hanging on, just trying to get his shit together. That's why in heat it's cool. No, I I feel like John Wick could John Wick could do it. Even with the flat spot, imagine like 90 bodyguards just waiting for him to approach the hideout, and you just hear a it's just silent and they're all like nervous because they know John Wick's coming. And then just down a hallway, you just hear a doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. Just a flat spot of a rolling, okay, if that of was, a rolling if that suitcase. Was carpet well, versus a hardwood or he's cool. using okay. it. He's like flipping it around and he's, he's trapping on people's it. hands <laughs> in between the see that could be badass. Okay. He can ride on it, slide under a car, and he like rides shoot. Oh my god, he <laughs> rides on a hill. You guys just sold me on how bad it's a motor. <laughs> it's like a motorized one. So <laughs> just straddling the handle and just oh. and then he goes to the airport, throws in the overhead compartment, no problem. No, no problem. problem. And he just on. sits down next to like this old woman. She's like, hi. And then he I'm... just pops her because he knows she's undercover. <laughs> Finger pops her. John Wick, <laughs> air marshal. Yeah. He fucking bangs this old woman in the fucking just, mile high club. Just straight up finger blasts her asshole. <laughs> so... Dude. Finger blasting asshole. Lawrence Fishburne is getting very <laughs> successful. He quits the DEA. They end up stealing a hundred million dollars from a van, and they make yeah, a I didn't get that part. Million. It just shits. What I didn't. Fast. What I didn't get about this part is why is their van just red? Just the most. <laughs> it's it's painted all red. The wheels are red, and the rims are red, and the hubcaps are red. Are the, the wheels red? red? I didn't know. The wheels were red. It was it. It was like so you knew. That this was the van. It was. I it's think the it was, most noticeable, and they're trying to like have and it's filled with cardboard boxes it. of money. Yeah, and they're just like, let's do this incognito. Yeah, and they're the not even hidden. Were weird. Yeah, it's not even hidden. It's not like it's a, like you got a, money. Y'all could buy a roller. Yeah, <laughs> like we. Oh, got, oh, oh. <laughs> you got the what about a radio flyer wagon? He's like four dollar twenty pack of boxes. Come on, imagine There's a hundred million flyer. dollars here. Just Sorry, filled what? with cash. What's Just a radio ca- flyer? A wagon. Yeah, dude. Like a red yeah, wagon. A, like the classic. wagon. Radio. Haven't you ever heard of uh, the fucking Yeah, wagon? I used to have one. So. Oh. <laughs> you just forgot. We called them red wagons. They need the money because they want to create a synthetic drug that's like cocaine, but smoother. And you can go to work on it. And also so Adderall. An opiate yeah. high. It just sounds like a drug that would Maybe kill you. 
and well, be what, twice what, as addictive. It sounds they awesome. tried it. They tr- oh, dude, it sounded so good. I was like, yeah, what is this? I want this right now. Yeah, what is this? I want this. And they're like, it's not addictive. It's like, well, why are you selling it? Why would you sell a drug that's not addictive? Well, it's addictive. Anti-addictive. It's, like, it's, it's addictive. You can just quit whenever you want. <laughs> just, like, like, just like well, weed isn't habit forming. Yeah. What about right. the guy who makes the drug? Who's just like a slick computer nerd oh, guy? Yeah. What's up with that dude? Very early nineties action movie kind of character. Yeah. Yeah. The kind yeah. of guy you see in like he's always I don't in remember like remember this guy. Every time in a movie in that period, a guy who had a laptop was always like super slick and gross. Yeah. Like a like a um like a fucking Jurassic Park uh Seinfeld. Die movie. hard. Fucking <laughs> All those dudes. under siege to the classic. Yeah. They're, pro- they're probably looking at pornography on that sucker. Well, they were the first nasty ones. bastards. They were the Sneakers. ones to pioneer it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, 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 sure. So he tries to. So the 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 ultimate number one drug dealer turns out to be a friend of the president. Yeah, and it's like he goes fishing with George Bush. Yeah, and it's like no shit, no shit. It's like a Reagan. Um, reference because the CIA apparently funded drug dealers in South America to take over the countries they were. Oh yeah, know, yeah, that happens. With. Yeah, so that happens all the time. I mean, it was literally in this movie. Literally, the police were selling the most drugs to like <laughs> pregnant people, and they were. And the most they were it was literally it. a police officer writing like climbing the ladder so fast and murdering people and selling never getting drugs, arrested having information so never getting arrested slamming into cop cars running away so this Dude, happens I- all the time actually um yeah part man, of the snowden this is not snowden uh what's it called silk road part of the silk road operation involved um a dirty dea agent who was trying oh, to yeah. get money on the side <clears throat> So this is like a big problem with these agencies. It's like, like yes, Dude, it happens have, all the time. You have access to all this information. It's almost like they you, created crack. Yeah. Oh, you did. have the DEA, the <laughs> ATF, the FBI. No, it's almost CIA, like that. The CIA. You have so many different um, agencies. So many people are undercover, have informants, have like bits of information that they can maybe not even tell their superiors and they can like, you know, make a little money on the side. I mean, Oh dude, that happens all the time. Make Basically, a little money on the side. I know, yeah, little, I know, I know a <laughs> hundred million know dollars people, in a red band. I know people who know people who know people. What's who, their names? I uh, can't tell you. Um, but dude, like all that shit is fucking real. Like yeah. they're like, people are pulling shit on the side and well, the ultimate well, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all know I, I'm okay. Sh- you just undercover. Better be funny. This better be funny. Oh, God. I'm undercover. Okay, you've, okay, it's teed up. Here we go. But I'm knee deep in that twisted T, son. Okay. I'm deep undercover. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> twisted T. Uh, but but the, uh, ultimate, the ultimate real, scam man. version of this is you're a cop. You pull someone over. They have drug money. You just take the drug money. Yeah, 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 and then you don't arrest cash. them, and who, and who are they going to tell? So Nobody. just you That's can just do that cops. all the way up the chain. Yeah, 
Yeah. Until you get murdered, because in real life, there's actually like gangs and bodyguards and assassins, and it's not just one old guy in a room. Yeah, but not yeah. if you. The not FBI if you will the investigate. The DEA will investigate. The ATF, and then they'll so take like, that money. <laughs> they take yeah, the exactly. money from, and it just keeps getting handed around. That's how you launder money in the uh, yeah, upper but, agencies, dude. Th- that's the thing. It's like it's kind of like, even if they find something out, is it worth it to them to then just actually keep. press charges? Because what else does somebody else know about somebody that they know in their organization? It's real. That's why you, that, or that's you, why the you other never issue. get a partner. That's why I never have a partner. The other issue, like in no this witnesses. movie, is your uh, superior tells you not to bust them. They're a friend of the president. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, Lawrence Fishburne, um, he does the cool thing. He does the cool thing. He reveals. It turns out, Gopher, the nerd, oh, the yeah, nerdy Gopher. friend guy, was recording the whole drug deal on the boat. It he shows it at a, like a congressional hearing. Which that was kind of weird in its own way, right? It's kind of underwhelming yeah. production design. It should have been. It doesn't look like they're in Congress. It looks like they're in like LA, like City Council, right, 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 or like a school board meeting. But um, <laughs> he then gets his revenge, punches uh, the DA agent in the face. What's he say though? Before no, he doesn't punch him in the face. In the stomach, he punches him in the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the difference he's... between uh, Ryan and Chris? Uh, and then he punches him and then he says an n-word and then he punches <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody knows what that meant but and then he you know, and then he yeah <laughs> so what's the moral of the story guys i mean obviously trust cops <laughs> obviously look how good they are like they're better cops are better at at being criminals than the criminals are so why do we even have criminals if these cops can do a better job at it, why don't we defund criminals and at reallocate all that money into higher police agencies the cops should be drug so that dealers. they can run? That's, big, that's what I'm saying. So we could defund these actual drug dealers and give that money to cops to be the actual drug dealers because they're doing a better job, man. I think it kind of comes down to that Batman quote. What is it like? Uh, justice. Justice. Fuck it. No, uh, it's like... Uh, fucking you're you what what is it you think you're oh god i can't believe i'm forgetting it you're uh, something about the dark the night something about I'm being, sick of these penguins taking over my quotes. city no no the, the batman quote where is them, she <laughs> where are the drugs uh, that's what batman should to. sell drugs no alfred I mean, alfred it's like you what it's the thing that two-face says like something about like uh you do the thing before you become the thing you hate or whatever it's like oh yeah you live long enough you you either die that die the hero or live long enough to become the villain yeah yeah it's kind of like it comes down to something like that kind of vibe speaking of two-face remember in the movie um jeff goldblum has that like mask store like that ethnic import yeah oh and he wants to buy two masks he wants to buy two masks think about masks metaphor yeah. for the character wearing yeah, a mask. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the Jewish Well, it was it was it was very petty because he walks into that store and he's like, this is a cool mask. How much is it? Yeah. Or like where he goes, where's the She's price like, tag? And she goes, "Bro, if you need a price tag, you can't afford it." And he's like, "That's and it. Then I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck he, you." Yeah, he goes, That's I'm what gonna, he said. I'm going to do Yeah, he goes, "I'm going to do sexual intercourse with you and also <laughs> I'm going to take two of these." <laughs> 
I'm gonna take two masks. We see her topless, and uh, then yeah. he just he just shows up later, and he's with a, another briefcase full of money, and he full goes, of money. and he goes, I'll take those two masks. Did we see yep. the end of that scene? I think is that when they hook they, up. I think that's yeah, when you that's when they hook up. The okay, because it, it would have been real funny if he laundry. would have pulled a gun out of the briefcase and just shot her, and like that's his move. <laughs> he just shows up to places with a briefcase full of no, money. No, that's necrophilia, <laughs> bro. That's necrophilia. You well, he mean, he would poke I, her I first. I mean, he's a cop. <laughs> you know, he can shoot. he's allowed I to mean, shoot to kill. So is she in a way like a prostitute or no? Because would she have had sex with him if he hadn't bought the two masks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw I'm their like, eye contact at the beginning? Please. That's part of the for- <laughs> that's part of the flirtation ship. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. I'm just him spending money, out. making deals, right, dominating right, right. her. That, yeah, that's part of the attraction. I she get tries it. to dominate yeah. him. He won't allow it. He was like, I'm no. going to buy this and that and this. Uh huh. This is her sales tactic. She it would have been real funny. It, he pulls his <laughs> briefcase out. And just <laughs> sells all this stuff. Yeah, that sounds like prostitution, man. Yeah, it does kind of sound like Well, she's a salesperson. Yeah, I guess I do whatever it takes sometimes. He shows up with that briefcase and he's like, I'll buy those two masks, flips it open, turns it around. And she's like, bro, that's like a tenth of the cost. I told you, <laughs> it'd be like, if you don't, if you need a price tag, you can't afford it, bro. I think the moral of the story is, you know, don't put your money in a briefcase, put it in a, put it in a roller bag. <laughs> no, I see that. It's I so much more that. convenient. You can take no, it to the airport. because then ima- imagine that scene where he has to unzip it and then pull the gun out and shoot the guy. Well, there's probably multiple. Well, there's lots of pockets. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the po- yeah. No. dude, you got multiple guns. In you there. can put your guns in there and your coins. <laughs> dude, there's so much room for the coins. You can put wow. your Apple uh, little like GPS disc thing, whatever the hell those are called, Air Tags. You could put all that shit there. Do people buy those? Do they sell? Uh, people, do they sell large sure. briefcases, like trunk size? <laughs> like for like big with a bigger big handle. People, like, like like it's literally big. it's literally just like a trunk with a handle. That's before like a treasure well, that's, chest. That's, with that's, a that's a suitcase. That's called a suitcase. That's like old fashioned <laughs> luggage <laughs> before. Um, they had uh roller bags. Like a trunk had two yeah. handles. A trunk. No, I'm talking just one, one, a trunk, but, but with one, one handle, center. and then, and then it has the briefcase. What about a large lunchbox? Flaps. Ooh, I could go for some lunch right. That's now. a briefcase, bro. No, but like it, could, like it's plastic. <laughs> it has a picture of like the Dukes of Hazard on Star it. Wars. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a tin. A metal yeah, it could tin. be like yeah. in the John Wick movie where he's in that, high school. Bro, I bet he'd make that shit look cool. Oh, dude, he made it look so cool. I He's got like a first aid kit in it. <laughs> what do you think John Wick was like in high school? Like, was he cool or was he kind of an? He had to have been like the outcast that created like this. Whole thing. Parents moved around a lot. That's a good of question. Of course, his parents moved around a lot. Yeah, no, that's... they were they were divorced. Well, his two moms. Be... His two moms were going through a divorce. Oh shit! Yeah, but it's... they were to drop out. He of course he had to drop out. Well, he also he was the bully. That's the thing is he was the bully, (laughs) and so yeah, and he was acting up because his moms were getting divorced. So then they sent him off to like a military academy, and that's where he got set straight and also learned all of his skills and also learned to love dogs. Set straight, (laughs) scared straight. He's a fucking assassin. Set straight. 
not scared straight, set straight. It was all right. All he right. had a father. He had a father figure as one of his teachers take him in. That he killed. And gave him. They gave every cat. <laughs> they gave every uh, academy kid a, a puppy. And for six weeks, they had to like keep this dog alive, and then they had to kill it at the and end his... of the six weeks. <laughs> what was that? As was part of their Black final. Widow. Sounds like Black it's Widow. like it's Black Widow. It's like oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's also um, that British, that UK movie where this, it's like James Bond. Secret but... Service. The Kingsman. Yeah. The Kingsman. The Kingsman. Was called the Secret Service when it was a comic book. So what's uh, what's everyone's rating? <laughs> oh, five. Easy. Oh, I was yeah. very entertained. I was oh, very entertained. Four point seven five, almost perfect. It was great. It was very entertaining. Well worth a watch. It would like it would like get make me feel a little. I was like, is this is this about to get like super racist? And then and then it wouldn't. Like it would be like right, oh. right, right. It'd be like oh, no, they, this it, is it was well. It was smart. Yeah. This was a big. Uh, this movie. Should have been bigger. It's now yeah. on the Criterion Collection, so maybe yeah. more people will buy it. But it is. Oh, it yeah. deserves yeah. to be. Dude, it was at the very beginning of the fucking movie. It goes so Criterion. back to when I was nine years old, watching this on VHS. My brother and I, I remember watching it, and then our parents' friends came over, and like my mom's friend or my was like really into movies and stuff, and she's like, "What were you watching?" We're like, "Deep Cover." She's like, "What's that?" Like. Oh, it's like Lawrence Fishburne, Jeff Goldblum. She's like, oh, I like Jeff Goldblum. But like, she had never heard of the movie. I think this movie didn't real. I think they marketed it. Like I said, on Yo! MTV Raps with the the soundtrack song with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. So I don't think a lot of like suburban white people saw it. I don't think a lot of, I think you had to be kind of into hip hop stuff or like. Or younger, right? I mean, younger like, or yeah you, a it, lot of young yeah. people watched it and i think it was just marketed as like a black movie also yeah but i don't think i think it i think it it, it it goes both ways like i don't i just think it's a great movie and like, i like that it's very entertaining and i like that it's smart and also just a little bit stupid like the schwarzenegger yeah. guy is a ridiculous character but he's a person that probably existed in reality like there were probably meatheads that loved schwarzenegger and probably quoted him like that you're talking hey you're talking to one right now look at that boom there we go you ever seen a bicep ryan (sighs) bro dude you're huge you're huge y'all stop thanks hey look you put in the work i'm gonna appreciate it okay i'm about two i'm about 230 lbs Dude, all torso, huge. Yeah, your legs could use a little work. They are. Uh, now I want to keep them tiny. I want to keep them nice and skinny because then <laughs> it it makes my torso look just jacked, chest. bro. You're just okay. that's just your. Chest, I'm all right? chest. <laughs> <laughs> and your arms are kind of small too, but like <laughs> it's just my. I just got big ass pecs. <laughs> oh fuck! Pendulous pecs. What would you rate it? Four and a half. Four and a half. Really? This is what you're all it sounds like. Favorite. You guys are cowards, dude. Five point oh, five. You, ra- like... you guys are racist. Well, 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 <laughs> well you, some parts you... of the movie are just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but that's kind of it was like, and maybe it was because it was four in the morning or three in the morning, and I was very high and drunk. But uh, 
those moments were like kind of a nice palate cleanser. Oh, that's an interesting way to look at it. I see so who, you know who loved this movie was um, Marlon Brando. He called right. up Lawrence Fishburne. He was like, I've been watching Deep Cover every night for the last three nights. That's too many times. Just no, it's every, not. Three nights three in a times? row. Three times? You're him? He's probably fucked up, too. He's probably, like, banging chicks while he's watching. He's, he loved it. And Lawrence Fishburne does such a good job fucking acting in this movie. Like, I was... This as is soon his as first lead role. No way. Really? Well, he was a character wow. actor before this. Remember he was on Pee-wee's Playhouse? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the cowboy, right? Yeah. So his Lawrence big Fishburne? Break- yeah, his big yeah. breakout is King in New York. We should do that okay. one. It's like he's so amazing in that movie. Was and, it Boys uh, in the Hood? Was he in Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood after, and that got him an Oscar nomination. That's the same year as Deep Cover, but then Deep Cover is his first lead role. And basically he um he was he was really trying to be a leading man and make more money and be more successful and yada, 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 that he actually turned down Pulp Fiction. Mm. He turned down the jewels, the Samuel Jackson part, which was written for him. Wow. And that would have been like an amazing. Ooh, that would have been, that would have been, been that would have been a different movie though, for sure. Yeah. And it also kind of made Sam Jackson's career like, yes, put him back into it. Absolutely so, like, made his career. It made him a bigger yeah. star than Lawrence Fishburne ever became. Yeah. That's, but I don't think, I don't think that would have done the same for Lawrence Fishburne. I don't think it would have been the same role. I don't know. That, well, I feel like that role, I feel like Sammy J was so perfect. I feel like, I feel like Sammy J plays it like very wild. And uh, uh, Lawrence, uh, it would have been more dramatic. Would have been, it would have been Here's more dramatic and maybe a little too cool. intense. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne would have done cool. the the diner scene at the end. I think very well, where like he has the gun and yeah, Tim Roth is there and Honey Bunny, and he's talking about like walking the earth and oh yeah, that would have been cool I, to see. But I don't think he could have done the Ezekiel speech as well. No, not at all. I think he could have done that. It. That needs some craziness. That's a real. That's. Samuel L. Jackson's energy he brings to that, I think, is like it's, it's, it's what made it's, it. It's iconic. It is iconic. Yeah. But if if we had never seen Sam Jackson's version of it and just saw his, we probably would have loved it just yeah. as much, but in a different way. What like, about what about Lawrence Fishburne as the gimp? Um, well, I'm not sure him. it would have mattered. You wouldn't yeah, see it at him. all. Oh, yeah. you could have. It would have been a way more intense. Gimpage. Gimps. Gimpage. Okay. Right. You could have told you would have known. Are you kidding? That jawline? What about Jeff Goldblum in that leather John Travolta in Pulp Fiction? Oh my god, Ooh. that would have been weird. But I think Jeff Goldblum and Lawrence Fishburne as those Holy two. Holy shit, that would be <laughs> that would be a totally different movie, but would be very I don't think it would be bad. I think it would be really deep, good. It would just be fiction. different. Deep fiction, bro. Shit, that's wild to think about. That's uh, a, and but it's like there's and there's like a crazy sex scene between those two. Oh, really? Oh, I, that's how I'm writing it. Okay, all right. Well, hey man, covered in what? blood. Mm-hmm. And I like in the mix. Oh like, God, yeah. Oh, you know he's got to make a cameo. <laughs> His head just pops up while they're fucking. They're just they're just blood. putting their they're rubbing their they're like interlocking their toes. And it's just a tight shot of their feet 
interlocking toes. That's like That's a Quentin so Tarantino gross. sex scene. Oh, that would be. Oh, dude. And that all everything's covered in blood. Oh, Jesus Christ. I like a lot of that image. And I also am incredible. What if he was in the men's feet and you're constantly seeing like them like pick their toes or like just casually clipping them? Yeah. Like not, John Travolta's just clipping his toes or just lubing them up like lotion. I'm not sure. Lubing like prescription, up. prescription yeah, based Jackson, lotion. Just like pulls out lotion, just like. <laughs> just. <laughs> Just, la- just lathering his, his feet socks, while he's doing a major monologue. Like, you know when you're so- <laughs> like your feet are soggy. Oh yeah, yeah. you can tell he's, he's got like, like wrinkles. He's, he's got like, like rubbing his feet to get like the the cotton schmutz off his like. All right, guys. Um, while he's doing that final dining room scene with the briefcase, he's just right. just lubing up, getting in between the toes, just like too much lotion. It's like, there's no way he's going to rub all that in. Well, guys, this has been fun. Um, I just threw my mouth he, a little bit. And then he, he, licks his, he licks the excess lotion off his fingers like he just ate a nice oh. meal. Oh. <laughs> That's gross. And like just, a- call me a bitch one more time. Damn, dude, you're out there. Have you been drinking twisted tea? Dude, I'm twisted, bro. <laughs> Half and half. So twisted. Half here, half twisted. Oh, bro. Um, I'm going to go take call, a shit. Call guys. me IBS because I'm twisted. Good episode. Just like my guts. Wait. Just like oh. my guts, bro. Uh, call me it. my intestines because I'm twisted. Uh, Sorry, that's the final line. That's the line. Peace out. Tonight's the night I get in some shit Yeah Deep cover on the incognito tip Killing motherfuckers if I have to Filling gaps too Let your niggas know I'm coming at you I guess that's part of the game But I feel for the nigga who think he just gonna come and change things With the swiftness So get it right with the quickness And let me handle my business Yo, I'm on a mission and my mission won't stop Until I get the nigga maxing at the top I hope you get his ass before he drops King Ben kicking back while his workers lay his rocks Coming up like a fat rat Big money, big cars, big bodyguards on his back So it's difficult to get him But I got the hooker with somebody who knows how to get in contact with him Hit him like this and like that Let him know that I'm looking for a big fat dope sack What is the spin, so let's rush it If you wanna handle it tonight, we'll discuss it On a nigga's time and a nigga's place Take my strap just in case One of his boys recognize my face Cause he's a shiesty motherfucker But I give some fuck Cause I'm going deep cover Yeah, and you don't stop Cause it's 187 on an undercover car Yeah, and you don't stop Cause it's 187 on an undercover car Creep with me as I crawl through the hood Maniac, lunatic, call him Snoop Eastwood Kicking dust as I bust fuck peace And the motherfucking fuck police You already know I give a fuck about a cop So why in the fuck would you think that it would stop? Plot, yeah, that's what we's about to do Take your ass on a mission with the boys in blue Dre, what up Snoop? Yo, I got the feeling tonight's the night like Betty Wright and I'm chilling, killing, feeling no remorse, yeah. So let's go straight to the motherfucking source and see what we can find.
crooked ass cops that be getting niggas a gang of time And now they wanna make a deal with me Scoop me up and put me on they team and chill with me And make my pockets bigger They wanna meet with me tonight at 7 o'clock So what's up nigga? What you wanna do? What you wanna do? I got the gauge of Uzi in my motherfucking 22 So if you wanna blast nigga we can buck them If we stick them then we stuck them so fuck Yeah, and you don't stop Cause it's 187 on the undercover car Yeah, and you don't stop Cause it's 187